Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome back, inspired actioneers. I'm Jay McElroy, and I'm here with my co-host, as always, Lita Herman. Hello, everyone. This is Pod 26, and we're going to continue our conversations from Pod 25 about the ways to understand the five elements. And in our last podcast, we explained how to feel the elemental energies in your body and how to walk each element. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So today, we're going to cover some of the other great techniques for understanding the elements, such as the talk. We did the walk, so here's the talk or we also call it the voices, the eyes, which is the look, and even the smells, which yes. we can just call, I don't know, stinky. Stinky. <laughs> we <laughs> so all... we have the walk, the talk, the look, and the stinky. <laughs> and, and as I said in pod 25, I love to help people learn the elements based on feeling them in their bodies. So in the last podcast, we talked about how to stand in each element, how to hold your energy. Like, for example, for wood, you you put your energy in your diaphragm. If, if you're fire, you put your energy in your shoulders. And if you're earth, you put your energy in your belly, in your Buddha belly. And if you're metal, you bring your energy into your chest. And if you're water, you bring your energy into your low back. Yeah, that was. those are all very good visual. And you can feel them and you feel differently. And then you're a combination of all of them. And so when you feel and then you start to shift the energy in your body, you know, you can feel more. I'll go through the list again. If you're wood, you can feel more competent and assertive. If you're fire, it could possibly be more joyful. Um, if you're earth, the stance with earth, you could be grounded and thoughtful. And if you want to try to do, what yeah, would you do for and, and metal and water? For metal, it's like you get more relaxed and a little bit more watchful, less, you know, sitting back I and watching. Say chill. But chill, yeah, yeah okay, that's good. it. And if you're water, you're ready to move yeah. at any moment. Is it anticipation? Anticipation, and, yeah. yeah. So today we're going to continue. Let's just keep on going this. We're going to talk about the talk or the voice and how it can really change uh, from one element type to another. And all then we'll go through a little bit on the eyes, which is the look, and then we'll go to stinky pants, the smell. <laughs> stinky <laughs> pants. <laughs> okay, it's not really stinky pants. It's just stinky in general. <laughs> but no, it's my least favorite thing about the elements is the smell. So we're going to really? save that for last. Oh, I think it's the fun, most fun. It's, Why? I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> it is funny. So, all right, so let's go right in and let's go with the talk or what we also call the voices. Great. How do the voices sound for each element? This is such a great way to learn the elements, especially from a podcast, since it's all done with your ears. You're listening. Yeah, talking is just another way that that elemental vibration is manifesting through the human energy. Yes. So think about the difference between an assertive commanding voice like an army sergeant directing the squad to do something versus a hospice nurse asking a patient to move her legs. You simply cannot use the same voice for both of those situations. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you have to kind of modulate your voice accordingly, and that would tap into the five elements. You yes. just click into another element. Absolutely. And if we walk into a library, we do not use the same voice. We use it a soccer game. They're completely different. What would the soccer game sound like? Uh, that was my imitation of the <laughs> I guess it's like, yay, go, go. 
that, that's better. I'm like, wow, you're a big cheerleader. <laughs> go team, go. <laughs> okay, so you know you can have all five elements within you. So you just use different voices at different times. So let's go, Lita. How about can you do this? How does the voice matter in terms of understanding someone's elemental type? Okay, so it's always about your default behavior, your intrinsic nature you were born with, and the voice. It's it's more than people's walks. It it can be easily changed. You know, we've met a bunch of people and have been able to totally change their walks and they confuse us. Yeah, when we're trying to do walks, by the way, you know, sometimes we have to ask people if they've done something to their natural walk, you know, either from an injury or maybe a profession like modeling. They yeah. learn to do that earth walk. And you sometimes know, they, yoga people, a lot of yoga people say I, they told me not to walk this way or they wanted me to walk this way and or dancers, too. We've yeah. had dancers who have been altered. Dancers, yes, yeah. can definitely alter their walk. And the same is true for actors. They're a perfect example of people who can change their voices all the time. Yeah. You know, if we're trying to figure out an actor's element. Or we, famous, any famous any person, famous celebrity. Person, yeah, yeah, we have to look at interviews and, and places where they're not acting, videos where they're not acting, because some actors are actually quite good. Yeah, they are convincing. Yeah, or the be- I think the best example is Meryl Streep is such sure. a professional. And she plays her element, metal, really, really well. But she often plays fire or earth, and she does really well. You know, I think a lot of the um, the uh, the male actors that we uh, that are celebrities, you know, the Brad Pitt and the Bruce Willis and the Arnold Schwarzenegger, they're all wood playing wood. Yeah. So it's much easier. But when you have them go out of their elements, yeah. so to speak, yeah. then you can see whether or not the acting. Is right, there. right. Yeah. And then you'll get some really good male actors like Robert De Niro or Jack Nicholson where they've played all the elements. Yeah. I, I mean, it blows me away every time Jack Nicholson plays a fire guy. It's like all happy and <laughs> like, what? He doesn't play this too often, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank gosh, right? Um, so, yeah, I think casting, I, casting directors would be great to learn the five elements for oh, sure. Absolutely. That's a great idea. They would totally make their movies so much better to to match the element of the actor to well, the you character. Know, every time you see a performance and you're like, ah, I'm just not quite there. That's probably because they're playing against their element. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they seem a little fake. Yep. Yep. Especially if they're trying to do fire. Yeah. You know, where you can clearly see that they're not fire. Yeah. So let's go through the voices. So the wood voice is punctuated and staccato in nature. So it's like little bullets are leaving your mouth, like boom, 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 boom. Little words, they're very short. They come out in chunks. Wood people don't like big words. They do much better with shorter words or phrases. So if you had to say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and you're wood, you'd say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. So I'm not saying anything over here. <laughs> So you break it up and notice, you know, when I'm talking wood, my voice is very monotone as opposed to other elements where the tones go up and and down easily. And so this is like really monotone. I'm just going to talk on one uh, vibration the whole time. Okay. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. There you go. Boom. (laughs) Nice try. That did sound really woody. (laughs) It did sound really woody. Okay. And the other thing thing that you could pay attention to is consonants. So, pop out of your mouth like little bullets. Okay. 
I'm not saying anything again. <laughs> She's just being quiet. Okay. I'm going to change my voice right now. Okay. Wood stays on one level, and so that's what makes it a commanding voice. When those bulleted vo- words come out, it makes you sit up and listen like, oh, you know, yes. like a dog, you know, sits up and, okay, I'll do whatever, you know. Yes, they definitely respond to my voice. Yes. And if I tell my dog to do something with my natural voice, which is fire, my dog looks at me and says, I think she's laughing, actually. She's yeah. like, no, uh, no. no. <laughs> And it's true. I've seen it way too often <laughs> when you so, want to tell the dog to do something. So if Jay says something to a dog, what's the dog going to do? What I say it's going to do. <laughs> exactly. But that's not because it's just the way they hear it, I think. Yeah, because it's a command. Because I'm just a marshmallow on the inside. Right. I have to change my voice to get my dog to sit. Yes. I mean, it. it you know, if my dog's going to just laugh at me and not sit. But if I, if I'm, I guess in mentally, I think sterner, which I don't think is the right word because I don't think, you know, wood people are stern. They're just, you know, they're, they're making a command. So uh, in my mind, it says sterner, but really what I'm doing is monotone, not so flighty. And I'm making sure that it's sharp and not muffled. Well, you know, go back to the dog for just for a second. When I sometimes help people train their dogs or help them with their dogs, I say, get your alpha voice. You have to get there your you alpha, go. your pack leader. Your It's that monotone, you know, command, short, do what, this is what the command is. Boom. Yeah. Uh, Boy, a lot of booms today. Yeah. Boom. I well, guess that's a wood that's thing, That's a right? wood thing. And if we look at the fire voice, yes. it's completely different. It's up and down. So the opposite of monotone, it's literally one second high and the next it's low. And there's an, a lot of expression in it because all of those variances, you know, they can be very engaging and even a little flirty. Sure. It's the voice of the storyteller. Yes. The voice reaches out and grabs your interest. Yes. You can't help but listen because you want to know what that fire person is going to say. Yes. How was that? That's perfect. You did really well. You've got fire seconds. So. Yes. Yes. So that's opposed, as opposed to earth, which is also a storyteller, but it's a lullaby storytelling and it makes you a little sleepy. Goes it's, up and down, but it's, it's lilting. Yeah, it's lilting and it's not sharp. So if you really think about that fire voice, think of it more like like little peaks and valleys, whereas the, if you were to draw the earth one, it'd be like light, little lilting like waves of Very sound. nice, like little hills up yeah, and down. Very nice. Hills. And then how about, let's go to metal. So metal starts a bit high, but then it starts to descend and go down. Sounds like you're going to even cry at the end because you have a crack in your voice. And then it disappears at the tail end of the sentence altogether. So like Eeyore reading a children's book. <laughs> yes, basically. Yes. Basically. Yes, we always pick on poor Eeyore. Yeah. But he has the best He has the, the best, best voice. voice. Yes. yes. All right. And then talk about water. So water is like a hesitating, awkward voice in the beginning because you're anticipating what the other person's going to say. So it's like this. So I'm talking to Jay and Jay's looking at me and I, I'm like, any moment she might want to say something so i'm just gonna keep awkwardly kind of putting a gap in my words and then i'm waiting and i might go up and down a little bit but then eventually i start getting into something and then i start talking in a monotone voice but unlike wood there's no punctuation and i just keep talking and i I don't even have any periods or commas and i go on a runner and then i start to get excited and dramatic and it crescendos and i might talk more and more and maybe it's a little scary and I'm talking about something scary and it's really exciting. And 
That's, that's great for that was really good by the way <laughs> um, so that's the voices so let's talk about the eyes for each element I know you said they have all different characteristics so let's start with the wood so just again wood people are assertive so what kind of eyes do you think they're going to have they're going to have direct laser gaze, beams laser beam eyes it's that simple direct focus when you talk about fire people you know that nature of being sort of flirty their eyes are going to look at you and then look away and and then look at you and look away. So how different is that from wood? They're dodging that vulnerability. Yeah. So wood is like laser focused. They're going to look directly at you. Fire is going to kind of look and then, oh, maybe you like me. Maybe you don't and like me. And I think me. the uh, the wood is looking to see if you're awake, you're engaged, if you're alive. Yeah. Are you there? Hello. And yeah. then fire is, do you want to play? Okay. Yeah. Do you, and do you like me? And are you going to flirt with me? Or are you just going to, you know, so it's it's coy in that way. So earth? Earth is these big round eyes that just take you all in and envelop you. And it's like they care about you. So they they just have this softer look. Definitely not like wood, which is like beady, intense eyes. All right. Well, you don't have to be so mean about it. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I have to be beady mean. little eyes. Well, you know, doe eyes, you know, these That's big bamboo doe eyes, eyes for Earth. Eyes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then metal? Metal is the opposite of wood. So where wood eyes are focused, metal is defocused. So it almost looks like they're looking behind you and through you. I call it x ray vision. Yeah. And so it's the it's definitely the opposite. They're like, they're like, almost like they're not looking at anything in a weird way. Yeah, they're taking it all in. Yeah. And water eyes are the hardest to really understand because they're either slits, like cat-like slits, like they're suspicious. Or they're big like the earth eyes, but it's because it's like they're taking everything in so intensely. And so if they're big, it's energized. It's not this soft, caring thing. It's like, oh my God, what's going to happen at any moment? Yeah. So that's the That's water really eyes. cool on the eyes. So let's talk a little bit about how you figure out the smells. Well, it, if you really want to figure out the smell and you're close to someone, you could just walk into their bedroom and take a big sniff. <laughs> okay. That's, excuse me. Uh, they, oh, I thought I was going in the bathroom. Yes. You don't want them to go smell the bathroom? You got to go smell no, the bedroom? No, you don't want to smell the bathroom. That's <laughs> no, great. That all smells the same, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So you go into their bedroom. Now, you can't do this with your partner many years. You're just so accustomed to their smell. But if you think back to the first time you met them and you start to remember their smell, smells have energy. So the wood and water smells are higher. They like literally you have to stand up to smell them. The fire and earth smells are like around the middle, like right where your nose would be anyway. And the metal element, you actually have to kind of get down near the floor to smell it because the smell descends. All right. So how about some uh, descriptions of each one? Okay. So wood, it's like if you take the cap off a vinegar bottle and take a deep sniff really quick, it's like right in your nose, right? And so... And then it disappears. So it's really sharp and then it disappears. And so when you smell a wood person, you usually get a hit, right? Really quickly. And then it goes away. They call it rancid. They have really bad names for smells. But if you think of something rancid, it's the same thing. You can't get much of a smell after a little bit, but the first hit you get on it, you go, oh, that's rancid. So it doesn't mean that wood people are rancid. It just means that's the nature of a rancid smell. Okay. And then fire? Fire in its health can be floral, like drying sheets on a summer day's clotheslines, clothesline. But if it's not doing well, it might smell a little more burnt. And that's the word that was used for it. 
Or in general. Okay. And how about earth? So earth is sweet, but it can be like a little bit overripe a ripe fruit. Or I always say the honeysuckle, the way the flower kind of envelops you. Or think of baking bread. That is the perfect. Those are all nice. Yeah. Fantastic. How about metal? Metal is more like a musk, like, you know, that you might wear, like a scent. Some people say it it smells like vitamins or even like gym socks. I hate to say it, but it's it's a very dense smell. That's why it descends and it's called rotten, but it's not about rotten. It's just that's the nature of the smell. It's very dense. Okay, so that is so cool. That is really great. Today we talked about the 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 talk or what we call the voices, and then we had the eyes, which is the look, and then even the smells. Yes, which I you know sometimes called stinky, but that's okay. <laughs> so let's go back for a little bit for uh, one more minute later on the voices because I'm thinking some homework if you choose to accept yes. it. I guess that's our tagline now. If you thing. choose to ta- accept this homework, which you don't have to, you can just it. be super lazy and just listen. Okay, yes. that's probably usually what I do for most podcasts, but we are going to give you that. Uh, option if you want to take it one yes. step further and it's going to be to experiment with your own voice we all have a sense of what of a commanding voice sounds like so try it on play with it can you tap into your wood or what i sometimes call the the alpha voice of when you're if you're oh, like yeah. with your dog but can you make your voice sound wood i love that idea you know for me if i go to like a game like a soccer game or a football game or something I think that also brings out the wood voice because when you're cheerleading, you're actually in your wood element. Sure, you have to really like, you have to be commanding, you have to rise above, you have to make people listen. Yeah. You know, if they're way across the other side of the field and you're like, go, 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 they have to hear you say that. Yeah, and make sure you don't do it like fire, like, go, 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 you know, like that kind of cheerleader. It's more like the go, 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 like Jay just did. (laughs) like Jay just did. It's really different. If you don't want to do the cheerleader thing, you can also practice with your dog, but don't be mean to them. Just be be like assertive and have them train a little bit to do a trick or two. And you'll know you're doing well if they're listening to you. Yes, yes definitely. <laughs> and so for fire, what can you practice for fire? Yes, so you can practice with your friends and it's it's about laughing with your friends. Oh, and in the eye section, we forgot to really talk more about the twinkly eyes. Yeah, that and the really, really is a telltale sign. Yes. And so you want to let your voice be bubbly, let your eyes twinkle at the same time. I always think if you practice and be a little giddy. Yeah. You know, like, you know, get a little giddy with it. Yeah. And just be fun and let it go. That's totally it. And how about for Earth? What can you practice to do for your Earth voice? I was thinking, you know, it would be interesting to read a book to a child or a bunch of children um, yeah. if you have children okay, in your family. Okay, I suggest The Wonky Donkey. Oh, yes. The okay, Wonky Donkey. That's book our right new now. favorite book. So get The Wonky Donkey and read <laughs> we'll it, it in, in your best notes. earth voice. Or you can always do, if you really wanted to be, you could just pick another favorite. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I was going to say Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And then you could also practice your metal with Eeyore. And what's great is the children, like dogs for wood, will give you feedback. If you're not reading it sincerely and sweetly like children like, they're yeah. going to be bored and they're going to wander yeah. off and they're going to give you feedback. They're going to be like, no, you don't, you don't got it. <laughs> you're can, not I have my, it. can I have my iPad back? Yes. <laughs> but if you, if you can really... <laughs> Can I have my iPad back? Oh my God, what world are we living in now? But anyway, yeah, so I think that when you're successful, the children will be interested because remember, Earth is a storytelling voice like fire, and it's particularly a storytelling voice that children enjoy. And I think the wonky donkey is perfect for Earth. Yes, yes. And if you want to see a video that's really funny on the wonky donkey, Google Grandmother Reads Wonky Donkey 
to yes. grandchild and she has like a scottish I'll put it in the show notes show I'll put the note link, link. it is so it's funny hysterical. and you will definitely be a fan of the wonky donkey <laughs> i was walking down the road and i saw a donkey hee-haw he only had three legs one eye and he liked to listen to country music he was a honky tonky winky wonky donkey <laughs> And we're not related. They're not a sponsor of the show anymore. No. This podcast is sponsored by the Wonky Donkey. <laughs> Although, you know, that does sound like an alignment. I don't know. I love the Wonky Donkey. Yeah. He's living the Wu Wei life. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he is the perfection of imperfection. Yes. Yes. Go Wonky Donkey. Go Wonky Donkey. Okay, so how about for metal? And for metal, you know, you can go to a sacred place, whether it's a library or a church, but some place where you can practice your quiet voice. And, you know, this is really good for a fire person to practice because because you're not doing metal right now that <laughs> no. was completely fire so because switch into fire your metal. people even when they think they're whispering are yeah, they're so not. loud <laughs> they are so disruptive <laughs> oh my god don't go to a funeral with a fire person because everybody will be turning their heads and saying who's that making all that racket <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, it is a good opportunity. I mean, metal people would never want to disturb someone else. So, you know, yeah. if you Go have to. Go to a library to, yeah. and. If you have to talk, which you chill. may have to, you know, how do you put your metal voice on? Yeah, so put on your big girl pants and go practice in a library <laughs> with your big metal voice. Yes. Okay, great. And then how, what about water? I was thinking, Jay, what do you think about going uh, and out and telling like a scary story Who'd to you your tell friends? Who Your friends. Your friend, not or, the children. No, not the children. Don't scare them. But, you know, something that has like a crescendo, something that, you know, gets some force. And so you don't want to really use punctuation you just sure. want to so like you have to have excitement you yeah, have to build anticipation build, and then just yeah, kind of go goes, on a yeah runner. try to get it out as fast as you can yeah. without you know without mangling the words like the wood people do right you know just try to get those words in and it's the water and it's anticipation that's really great i love that and and listen to the awkward breaks in the conversation where they want to jump in and just see how they hold that attention yeah, I mean, like, if you're talking with another water person, you too can try anticipating when they're going to jump into your conversation. So you start maybe checking and thinking, should what I keep if, talking? Yeah, when, yeah. Maybe, you know, and practice Woo. that. It's very different if you're not used to that to anticipate someone else. Yeah, no, I think that um, that'd be perfect. So there's your homework if you choose to accept it. And that's a great way to have fun and play around with the elemental energies. And, you know, I think that's a great place to end so we can go and practice one of those things. I think I'm going to go to the library and practice my metal. That's funny. I mean, I can imagine you practicing that in the library. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> it's kind of like a fire person whispering at a funeral. Yes, I, <laughs> I oftentimes, I have actually gotten thrown out of a couple libraries. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah. I get the old shh. I'm like, what? We're not like in a hospital or a church, and they're like, "No, you're in a library." I'm like, okay, okay, because you know, I'm almost trying to bend the rules just a tiny bit. Right. But no, I have. I think I'm. I'm certain when I was younger, I've been asked to either be quiet or leave. So what do I pick? Leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then I usually go out pout and be quiet for half an hour, so I could have just stayed. Yes. And be quiet. No. So all right, I was just joking. I'm not really going to the library. No, but we hope you've enjoyed these different ways yes. to feel and Wait, understand. Hey, remember that cafe we used to go to that was for metal people? Oh, yes. There. They're not yes. here anymore. But they, oh, they my God, you'd go yeah. in there. They would throw daggers at us because yes. we'd be laughing and talking yes. like normal people at a cafe. <laughs> at a cafe. And it's <laughs> like, shh. 
Yeah. I, I never understood how a whole cafe could be so quiet. Okay, so that's it for today. And again, if you want to send us your questions, we love getting them. We get a little one or two every day and we're just digging it. So you can send them to questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. You can also do the voice memo and send it to the questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. We are going to have a show. We're building it. We actually have a big, probably a question and answer show coming up in the next one, the next few podcasts. Yes. And so if you want to get a question in, and what we're going to do is if we pick your question to go on the air, and Alita's looking at me intensely here, we're going to send everyone a t-shirt. Yeah. So we're going to get Inspired Action t-shirt. That's a great if idea. your question is read on the air and we give you uh, a good answer. That's no, a, we, don't, we don't have to give you a good answer. That's a great idea. <laughs> but so, so, all right. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and be here. And we hope to see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, Inspired Action Air. This is Jay here. If you're still listening to the podcast, okay, you probably have to go find something else to do because we're wrapping this up. Before you go. <laughs> don't go yet. <laughs> don't go yet. We want to talk a little bit about our Audible Books of the Week. We have a sponsor on Audible, and we really do love Audible. We listen to it all the time. And in the last podcast, Pod 25, we talked about Tina Fey, Brené Brown, and Jane Lynch's book, for example, of Wood, Earth, and Metal, respectively. So this week, I asked Lita to dig up a couple more books to round out the elemental energies. Yes, and I thought uh, who would be better for fire than our famous, one of our most famous fire people is Bill Clinton's book. He has an audible book. What's and the name of that book? My Life? Yes, okay. that one. Yeah. And I thought that that would be great because he just has the most amazing fire voice. He does have a good voice for fire. And another great book for water because we haven't ha- ha- picked one of those yet, would be Whoopi Goldberg has a, a book. And called, that would be... Do you know what that's called? No. Run. <laughs> it's called Run. It is? Yes. <laughs> I forgot. And that's on Audible. So that's yeah. a really good one so, for uh, comedy too. Yeah. And I will say that Whoopi, you know, is a very professional voice. So she has a lot of range in her voice, which is typical of Waters. They can yes. be very dramatic but and so they they can sound sometimes like fire or sometimes like wood. But but the one thing that's really consistent about Whoopi's voice is the um, monotoneness. Of it. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So all right. So check out those books and keep working on your elemental energies, listening. And you know, don't forget if you want to get any of those books for free, you can go to audibletrial t r i a l dot com backslash whoosh, inspired action <laughs> which whoosh, <laughs> and you. Will, I'm going to get in trouble with Nike for their swoosh. No, this is a whoosh, <laughs> Nike, not a, a whoosh, swoosh, not a swoosh. So all right, so go get your 30 day trial. Get any one of those books we just mentioned for free. That's not a zip for zero dollars. You know, I think that's a pretty good deal, and you get 30 days to play around Audible. You could probably listen to all of them if you wanted to. It's great. Okay, great. And I just got my new credits for the month, so I'm going to go get a new book. Yay. Yay. Okay, bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo. Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey, and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews, and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, and remember to hug the dog.